It's time for another tournament and tea break. I'm Roz Satar. And my name is Rene Denfeld. And, well, we seem to be having, like, nightly storms, don't we? Is this, like, a, a feature of uh, La France that we need to get used to? I'm quite frankly, I've had it up till here with the thunderstorms <laughs> now, and I'm quite bored by it all. And I've st it's been like seven, four out of the first seven nights, or five of the first seven nights that we've been stuck in here, having rain, thunder coming down at about 9 p.m. and being basically stuck in the media center around 10 p.m. at night. And while I still have work to do, anyways, and so do you, but I am quite, I'm over it. I've had it up till here, and like. It can stop now. It's only day three, people, and already we're um, we're about to sort of declare war with umbrellas. However, there's quite a lot to get through. Uh, although, unfortunately and inconceivably, um, we still haven't finished round one. We'll get onto that. But this is now beginning to feel like the U.S. Open, where round one actually lasts for about a week and a half. Oh, that's <laughs> not the case anymore. I mean, that, luckily the U.S. Open saw sense and they stopped drawing out the first round until Wednesday. So they're only doing it on Monday and Tuesday now. That's good. Uh, last year, we, of course, at the US Open, we had that one day with, I don't know, 500 matches because <laughs> the Wednesday was rained off. Um, <laughs> today, we had we got off to a bit of an iffy start as well. It yeah. wasn't looking too great in the morning. I personally, I stayed in my flat until, tw <laughs> until 12 and watched some tennis and did some laundry, which was very much necessary because I saw that it might be raining for about half an hour or an hour. And sure enough, it did. And one of the pairings that was sent off court at five all in the first set was Garbinia Muguruza and Svetlana Kuznetsova, who were, yeah, two two time slam champions on court one. Some people raised eyebrows. And, but and just to just to explain, because obviously if people have re been reading various tweets, they might get confused. And I, I actually spoke to uh, another sort of freelancer who was here going, oh, yeah, I've just been out on court three watching Muguruza and Svetlana. And because that's the I thought you mean court one, but effectively it's like the third show court. Yeah. But yes, the point is that two um, former champions here got pushed out. And let's be honest, the scheduling and having to have all the matches that didn't get played yesterday scheduled for second today didn't help the situation. But still, there were some questionable match choices. I know they want to put the Frenchies on the show courts, but Shadi and Burdish. Really? Well, I mean, Charlie and Burdish now got rained off, and yeah. we're going to have them on Chatrier again tomorrow. So that is just double luck for everyone, I suppose. And um, I mean, some really good matches are going to end up being on not Chatrier, not Longland. And I think, personally, I think I love Court One. I think a lot mm. of players love Court One. So um, I don't think it's that. I Look, that much, that much is out there today. Tomorrow we're going to have uh, Team Tsitsipas on Court 18, which is the fourth biggest court. That when, That's also something where I feel people are very... It's very far away from here. It's like a 15-minute walk. Fucking blowing you or something. It's, it's a bit like it's over on the other side of the Seine. Um, but <laughs> it is what it is. Sometimes it, it it's about getting your match done. I think most of the players, particularly most, even most of the top players, are like... Yes, of course, I would prefer to be yep. on the big show court, but I'll get I'll it done. If I'll, I'll, I'll get it done in the car park yep. if need be. So, um, yeah, Magruza did get it done in the end. <laughs> and I think, in I mean, I, I did feel for her. Not only was she hoofed out to court one, but um, at the time her press conference was announced, Nadal had managed to fight his way back in that crazy tiebreak against Simon Bilelli. 
to match point. So actually, in terms of English speaking journalists there, there was just myself and uh, a radio guy. And we sat and waited and you know, there's only so many sort of questions that you can actually ask um, without kind of treading over old ground. So I mean, she was quite, but she was like kind of, there's nobody. And it's like, yeah, because it's Nadal's match point. She just sort of smiled and went, oh, well, that figures. But, but it's true. I came out of that and like a gazillion people were tipping out of Chatrier as I was trying to m make my way up the stairs because um, that match had just finished. Um, it's, it is a, it's a, it's a peculiarity of the slam. It's great for people that have got tickets for these courts because they're going to be in for a packed schedule if the weather holds. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I still feel that uh, the ladies' side gets a bit shafted. And we'll come Some, on to that sometimes, later. Sometimes, sure. Sometimes. I agree. I agree. Sometimes they get yeah. they draw the short end of the stick. I Or they get handed the short end of the yeah. stick. I completely agree on that. However, some people got their matches done without uh, too much of a kerfuffle. That would be two relatively young players who, on the men's side, who are seated this side for the first time. Kyle Edmund, Dennis Shapovalov, both getting... Getting on with it quite well. Oh yeah. And well, yeah. I mean, Shapovalov allowed the the conditions to um, futz with his mind a little bit. He was getting very agitated. Um, you know, he much like um, Britain's Cameron Norrie hadn't really played any clay. Um, maybe just used it to mould a teapot or an ashtray for an elderly relative, really. Um, but you could see that, you know, that obviously the, the heavier the clay gets, the claggier it gets, and the more yes. likely you are to roll an ankle and do yourself an absolute mischief, or as we now call it, do yourself a goffin. So, you know, you could tell why he was getting a little bit agitated, and it really affected him because he found himself one four down. Uh, but credit to the boy, he, he started to get himself back in there. Um, maybe the, the break helped him a little bit as well because, um, yeah. He's, he's more, he's still my one to watch. I think I think it was just the occasion and also the playing here for the first time yeah. and also being on on the, the main on the big court for the first time. Where he basically said, "Oh yeah, you put me out on that big court for the first time." And it's just I think he was getting used to it. And I think just like with this entire clay season, he turned a corner quite quickly and just got used to it. And then got things done, which is um, yeah, good. Which is good for him. And I think too that they sort of started not started him, but they sort of mirrored the sort of um, what we've seen on the men's side all day in terms of not a lot of upsets, things yeah. going quite well for the big names. Marin Cilic threw very early, Nadal getting his match done. Um, and then around, what was it, 4 p.m., 5 p.m. maybe, the uh, one one returnee finished her match, a topsy-turvy one, and the other one started hers on Chatrier. Um, oh, I know. It, it, was, it was blessed timing, really. Yes. Uh, so Maria Sharapova... Um, yeah, Maria with a three. Uh, started out pretty well, and then either Hogenkamp really lifted her, her rates, or I think just Sharapova kind of lost the plot a little. Lost her rhythm a little. That's what yeah. she said afterwards. Like, I felt I played pretty good tennis, and then I just kind of lost my way a little bit, but fought back in, in the end in the third set, the way that she does, and I think the way that she's done many times before she's had yeah. her suspension due to meldonium so i feel that um yeah uh, it, it was kind of a match from sharpova that we've seen over the years where she where things might not have gone great yeah. all the time but she found a way to win and that's yeah that's yeah. what she's always been good at and you know following on from her great run in rome yes so you know which is probably possibly the best we've seen her play in a long while um 
you know, I think that marks her out as one to, to definitely watch. And literally, as she was coming off court, Serena Williams was making her entrance, I think is the, it's the, right, is yeah. the right way to, to put it. Um, she owned that catsuit. And she really, um, I think, actually played pretty well, considering she was playing Pliskova minor and having to deal with that tricky lefty side, lots of aces, again, not much rhythm to be going on with. She hadn't played any of the clay court season, but she know, we know that she's very good at building herself into form. I'm curious to see just how it's going to go once she gets into in matches with people who are happier to rally and happier to stick around. I'm curious to see. Uh, my, my just general uh, approach with Serena this week was just let's see. Let's just wait and see. I find it just so tough to have crazy expectations for her. Some people do have crazy expectations for her. I'm just, I just want to see how she did. I thought she did. She was sharp when she needed to be today. Um, still obviously rusty. I mean, <laughs> there's, there's no way that she wouldn't be rusty, especially it's not like she's just didn't play some tournaments for, I don't know, for some weird reason or whatever. She's still yeah. working her way back from 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 giving birth to a daughter uh, uh, in September last year. So um, I still feel like it's best to have some tempered expectations, but I think she played pretty well today. Got everything, got the match done in two sets. Second set mm. was a little bit topsy-turvy here and there, but um, yeah. But, uh, so but I think that's, I mean, she, you know, she tried to sort of say that... Um, you know, I mean, the second set definitely there was there was more raise, and I think it's possibly because she was getting a better read on the Pliskova of a serve. In yeah. the first set, she absolutely wasn't. No. Um, and it took her it took her about a set to get her eye in. Uh, Barty is going to be a huge test for her, I think, because she will mix it up. She will give her a lot of variation, and I think that's going to be pretty. Um, it's going to be a different test, but for me, the thing with Barty is. Uh, but he doesn't really dig the clay. Ash doesn't really yeah. dig the clay. She's like, another week on clay, it's just another week closer to grass. Kind of is almost her <laughs> mantra. So, um, yeah, I yes and no. I think Barty's definitely got the tools in terms of how she plays to make things difficult for Serena, but it's on clay and I'm... Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. As a, Again, I'm at, I'm well, at the... We'll we see. Do, why don't we do what Serena says and just take her match by match? But exactly. she's, I think she's going to give us a, a, a lot to talk about over the next week. One thing that we didn't um, discuss when we were talking about Young Guns, of course, was uh, Kyle Edmund. Which he was in incredibly impressive form. And he seems to be wearing the mantle of a British number one very, very well. Um, you know, back in Indian Wells, when he and Andy crossed... Um, crossed in the in the rankings, he said that he felt like you know the reality was he'd gone his he's been playing and going up and obviously Andy hasn't been playing and his rankings have been dropping off. But now he, I, I just get the feeling that he wears that you know maybe not that older statesman part of it that's that's to come, but he definitely wears that mantle well. He he expects it of himself. So well, yeah. um, a very good round for him. And he's got uh, the confidence to like yeah. she's got the confidence based on the last couple of weeks to kind of pull that off and it's good yeah. it's good for him it's good for him honestly in fact the men have done pretty well actually and in Nadal and most of the seeds have gone through we'll have a look at the scattered seeds tomorrow once we've uh, actually got Halep out the way one way or the other women's as well I actually think today that if there's not been a lot yeah. of casualties um, most yeah. of the big names went through um, or, or well known names went through um, whether it's Kerber whether it's Magarusa um, so not a lot of shocks there. Highest seed to leave on the men's side so far has been uh, Jack Sock. And Jack mm -hmm. Sock has left not just with a um, 
he said he felt about his, uh, the way he feels about his tennis right now is quote pretty shitty. Um, not the only thing that was a little bit dire in terms of um, what Sock put on display, uh, his behavior towards umpire Paula Sosa was personally I found quite quite Offensive. disgraceful yeah. and just completely off. And uh, he's got he got roasted by from many people I've seen, uh, quite rightly so. Um, and yeah, I just I don't have much to say. Wow. The way that, that if someone if he tells an umpire. Uh, basically, that because I am the player here, and because if I wasn't here, you w yeah. if I, you wouldn't even be here. I find that just and, pathetic. And it's it's just sad that the clay court seasons brought um, two incidents in particular to the fore. There was Gerald Donaldson um, fronting up against Arno Gabas in in a very an, an unnecessarily aggressive way, and now you've got Sock behaving like a, a bit of a jerk. And what it does is just paint a picture for the Americans of uh, you know just a sense of uh, entitlement. Um, I mean, the number of tweets I saw of, you know, well, we don't like him either, you know, uh, world, so we're sorry from Americans. Uh, you know, this is not a good look for American tennis at all. I think with, for me, just with Donaldson, it was, a, it was an isolated, almost isolated incident. It was a terrible look, and it, I'm not condoning it by any means, but with Stock, it was more something, it was like kneeling someone and uh, just, just, yeah. just behaving and he's, and badly towards an umpire yeah. for four hours and I find that yeah. just so unnecessary. And we know that he can behave like a jerk as well. However, you know, what it, it only takes one sort of thing of, of behaving like that and then thinking you can get away with it. So let's hope that Donaldson doesn't revert to that kind of behavior no. again no. because if he does, then he's going down that same path. Um, in terms of the one seed, so basically, you know, I've, I have got uh, scattered seeds uh, article that has been sitting waiting now for four days to be completed um, and the reason being that the one person that hasn't played there that you know that hasn't even set on foot much less started and had it rained off is Simona Halep she was scheduled last on Chatrier um, she was never gonna get on she was never gonna get on as soon as the rain started morning, um, so yeah. the world number one on the women's side won't actually play her first round match until day four or if we're being charitable, day three and a half. But either way, she's not going to actually play it until Wednesday. Um, and rotten luck. I just think that's ridiculous. It is rotten luck, but it is ridiculous. Um, you know, and she's that kind of a person that will be like, well, okay, you know, it's oh. another thing. I roll my ankle at, um, at, at the Australian. I roll my ankle here. I don't get to play until, like, the middle of the first week. You know, but... It's just ludicrous. Yeah, I think it's ludicrous. not. It's not great, but I post. Actually, I think Simona is is, is much, so much of a. I don't know. Has grown into her position where she is in the rankings that she'll 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 deal, she'll deal with it like a pro. She'll deal she with will. it like a pro. I, pro. I think she's going to win her first round match tomorrow against uh, Risk early on, and then she'll have a second round match, which is. I don't have it in my head, but I remember it wasn't. It was manageable. Like her road into the third. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Rose fine. I think so she will. I think, and with that in respect, I think she'll be totally fine. Is it great that she's not getting uh, getting her match, her first match started? I don't know until Wednesday when people have finished their first round match on Sunday. Absolutely not. But uh, someone was going to draw the, the short stick. Unfortunately, it was Halep. Yeah. But I think she's on first tomorrow, so that's good. It's probably better that they called her off early tonight yeah. than having her hang around for another three hours and told her, hey, do you know what? Yep. Sit 5 p.m., go home, uh, yeah, yeah, rest yeah. up, you're up first tomorrow. It's probably easier that way. 
so tomorrow we should be able to come back at you with um, things that we learned from the first round. Uh, and probably from a huge chunk of the second round, to be absolutely fair. Um, we'll hope that the weather gods are kind to us. And by kind to us, I mean not only just the day's play, but also that we don't actually have to swim home. Uh, and on that note, of course, you have been listening to Ross Satar from Britwatch Sports. And Renegade Feldoff, my tennis. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Au revoir.